0: You're listening to the Alchemize Your Life podcast. On today's episode, we're going to share all about who we are, our mission on this planet, how we came together, and what to expect from us. Which is going to be awesome, obviously. Yeah. Hi, I'm Cian Kenshin.
1: And I'm Stephanie J.
0: And we're here to Alchemize Alchemize your Your Life. In this podcast... We show you how to apply the principles of spirituality, prosperity, and sexuality to create true and lasting transformations in your life and business.
1: Join us at the PRISM Institute of Quantum Alchemy as we explore the ancient, esoteric teachings of Buddhism, Tantra, Hermetics, and more.
0: As we weave these primal energies together within ourselves, We repair the fractured consciousness of humanity itself.
1: Join us in liberating the world and realizing that the gold is in you.
0: This is our first episode of the Alchemize Your Life podcast. Holy shit. I know. This is fucking crazy. This is kind of crazy. Are you
1: allowed to swear this much on a podcast?
0: We're going to be in big trouble. I've marked it as explicit, so we are allowed to swear. Oh, thank God. Thank you for knowing me. (laughs) I was like... My old podcast was definitely not explicit, but I went in and edited it everywhere. And I'm like, yes, this podcast is going to be explicit as fuck. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about sexuality and divinity and business. And, you know, you're not allowed to talk about those three topics. Oh, we
1: don't we don't talk about sex, God and money in the same room.
0: Yeah. I mean, like or
1: politics, but I'm actually not going to talk
0: about politics. That's not part of this podcast. But sex, God, and money. Sex, God, and money. Yeah, definitely. Sex,
1: God, and money me up, baby.
0: So, and I think that's why anyone who's like here listening now, they're here for that sort of thing.
1: Well, I sure hope so. Otherwise, they're in the wrong place. Sorry, guys.
0: Yeah. (laughs) uh how did we want to start this podcast like should we kind of introduce like how how did this come about or? oh you mean
1: people don't want to just like listen to us banter for half an hour i well, mean i mean we'll
0: get there thought <laughs> like, that, that's why they were here we've, de- we've definitely recorded some episodes on our iphone over coffee um just like bantering that would have been really good episodes if you guys want to hear those let us know maybe we'll post them but the the sound quality is definitely not that good it's pretty horrendous yeah yeah Yeah, it's not ideal.
1: So yeah, how do we want to start? Well, I think, I mean, you've gone through a pretty, I mean, you've gone through a pretty big transformation. You're a bit of a different human than when you were when this podcast started.
0: No kidding. And
1: I'm a completely new voice. So um, yeah, I think we should talk about like our fusion, what you bring to the table, what I bring to the table, why we're here, what is the prism, like... Why the fuck are they here? Why the fuck are we here? Let's just talk about all of it. Let's do
0: it. Why does anyone want to listen to us? I mean,
1: I ask myself that every day and yet the universe keeps saying, make a podcast, make a podcast, make a podcast. I think I've been getting a hit to make a podcast, me independently. Without your influence for like at least five years, yeah. And then you and I got together, and it was like every other month someone was like, "You'd be really good at a podcast." Well, you're,
0: you've got that podcast voice, you know. I like, mean, I used to be a DJ, so I, I, I have that 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 meditation voice that just like lulls you into theta state. Yeah, mine's like really sharp and chirpy, so it's like pay attention to me. Yeah, it really, it really drives attention. Now I'm like, what are we talking about again? Yeah, <laughs> just so, off so, on the rabbit hole so, again. Yeah. So, so <laughs> To kind of bring it back, like um, maybe I'll talk about like the energy that I bring or brought into our relationship, right? Like, because yeah. this podcast, the Prism Institute of Quantum Alchemy, I'm sure like everyone's really interested to know what what those are. But in order to understand, he's just a tech
1: geek. That's all he does. He oh, just yeah. sits behind the computer and sets up
0: the website. I actually had someone ask me that. It's like, are are you involved in this, or are you just like behind the scenes? I'm like, I. <laughs> I'm just source, man. Like that's yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't actually do it. Just the wisdom.
1: It's fine. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So um the Institute of Quantum Alchemy, aka the, the Prism Institute of Quantum Alchemy, is um basically our first child. Yeah. Together. A thousand percent. Uh ah, second, second. Well, we did we did do uh, next level retreats. But yeah. we don't need to, we don't need but we to let
1: that, that one get adopted.
0: yeah, we did. This is we the did. first
1: one that we're holding on to. <laughs>
0: um, so in the Prism Institute of Quantum Alchemy, I'm the head alchemist, the keeper of wisdom. And, um, the reason for that is really, it goes back to my lineage and the training that I've had in my life and and largely what I brought to our relationship, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, when when we met, I mean, that, that was a totally different time, but when we actually got together, like the magic that I brought and the teachings that I brought to you to help transform you was one of like Buddhist Zen, right? So like self-transcendence, uh, metta, or like, like you know, heart energy, like really putting your love and light out into the universe, Um dropping into awareness, like finding out transcending the physical body, transcending the physical realm and and finding out what it is. What what am I really? What is this thing called a true self, right? How do I get in touch with it? How do I work with it? And then eventually how do I become it? Right. And then integrate the 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 two together. Um I also brought like uh a lot of the sort of more consciousness development um, practices and processes, which involved like uh, a yogic uh, lineage, Ashtanga yoga, right? So bringing the mind back into the body. So we're not just going out into awareness. We're not just going out into, you know, the field and just like flying above it all, but we're also like using that mind once it's been cultivated with concentration to dive into the body and experience energy right? Oh yeah, we activated your energetic system.
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, when we, our relationship, when we got together, you activated uh, my energetic system. We unearthed a bunch of trauma that, you know, I had basically in my work separate from you had been kind of starting to like dance around, but my tools weren't quite um, deep enough to like really drop me into it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was like once you and I got together, it was such a catalyst because it's like I had spent two years really laying the foundation and was just waiting for someone to be able to like take me into that and and facilitate that enlightenment of those parts of my, my being.
0: Yeah, that was really fun actually. Cause like First, I don't, uh, <laughs>
1: fun for you and traumatic for me, but well, you know, yeah. An- well anti- but yeah. anti-traumatic. Anti-traumatic, untraumatic, <laughs> untra- I don't know.
0: Detraumatizing. <laughs> detraumatizing, untra yeah. integrating. Yeah, it, it was actually like initially it was it was a lot of fun. I like to call it consciousness surfing or heart alchemy now. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then we were just really like playing with Zen and Zen became like, hey we can access our own subconscious and work with it directly let's play around yeah that was that was cool for a few months until you know like we touched into some really really deep shit and and then it it took like more months up to a year to like process all of that mm-hmm. um yeah i i remember so clearly that that one time when like it was very clear, your subconscious was like trying to run circles around me.
1: It was doing yeah. a pretty fucking good job. Don't yeah. say
0: it was trying; it was succeeding. I, yeah, and and then I distracted it, mm-hmm. right, and and got around the the block, and then something came out that was just like, whoa! Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, that took so long to uh, to resolve that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was definitely, I, I wasn't able to handle it at that time.
1: This is what happens when you're each other's guinea pig. Sometimes, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. you get burned a little bit. Yeah. That's okay. You just have to keep coming back to trust.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, I kind of brought those, um, I don't want to say high, but more, more like spiritual development practices where you're, um, you're using all of these technologies to transform the self Transcend the self, alchemize the self, mm-hmm. um, and uh, at the time, I I had no idea that there was this whole other side of the spiritual coin which was like, I think you described it as like earth magic or like.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the easiest way to describe it. And as being the high priestess and the oracle of the Institute, really what I brought into the space was, you know, divine connection to my guides. I had done a lot of work on my intuition through some of my own background, which we'll go into in another podcast, what brought me into spirituality and what led me to my spiritual development. So that'll be in a different episode but um suffice to say that s- trusting self and building intuition and tapping into spirit guides was super, super, super important to me in my own spiritual evolution. So on my own terms, I had really developed and um, developed a really strong connection there, becoming my own oracle, working on my voice. And in doing so had started to work with what I had access to because I think you really start working with whatever it is that you're called to naturally. So like you were called to those, more self transcendence based lineages that's what was in your field what was in my field was things like quantum manifestation mindset work i have a degree in psychology so working with the mind on a very material 3d realm um aspect had been always very, very interesting to me.
0: Yeah, it's, it's all like around the material realm, all of that magic that you're talking about. Yeah, and that's right? why I'm
1: kind of referring to it almost as earth magic. I, that's like yeah. my word. That's not an official term. But yeah, dealing with, you know, things like crystals and sage and the pendulum and working with tarot cards and more even other than the tools, because at the end of the, the day, those are just tools. But the purpose was to... um to improve the 3D realm, your material Mm. realm. So that's why when I say earth magic, what I'm meaning is it was more about Like, I mean, I was still working in corporate at the time, right? So I was like, okay, how can I manifest a new apartment? Teach me how to manifest a new apartment. How can I use crystals to help ground my 3D body and remove anxiety and come back to peace? How can I use a spell or connect with my guides to understand what is the next best job so I can get a promotion, right? So it was all about improving my 3D reality because when I came to spirituality, again, won't go into my story right now, but I was in a state where like, I needed my material realm to change substantially yeah. and spirituality was my avenue to do that.
0: Yeah. And like, and like that was totally transformational for me to understand that, Oh my God, you can apply spiritual technology to the 3d realm. I thought that was like forbidden or something, you know, <laughs> like if you, if you talk to a lot of Buddhists, they ba- they basically be like, why would you bother? Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and, and I think like the light kind of went on for me when um you were talking about like manifestation and the things that were needed to manifest change in the 3d realm right um and and, like we went to Joda spenta and we did all these other things and 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 like it really came very clear for me that like okay so you need a clear intention right so vision board or create a movie or create something like write it down whatever it is
1: scripting like all of the tools that you use for visualization and it's like step one of
0: manifestation so different tools for different people create a clear intention hold it in the mind and then you need to create a strong positive emotion to charge it up right Mm. and then deliver it out and let let the field kind of take care of it and when when i finally landed for me that like that's what manifestation was like it's just like the whole like field of understanding and wisdom collapsed in me and i was like oh my god all of the tantric practices that i'm doing like these these prostrations and like like if you recall like when we first met i was doing like a hundred thousand prostrations mm, i for, remember <laughs> for the buddhist Zokchen tradition which is the highest tantra that uh, buddhism has and Oh shivers. <laughs> Just remembering those is like, wow, my mind was like supercharged when I was doing that. And um and what you do is, is you literally you have this, they call it the refuge tree. And it's a tree that on each branch has different deities that represent different aspects of mind, of reality, and of like the Buddha families. Mm-hmm. And so you you hold this clear intention in your mind. And then you chant, so you're doing a spell as well. Like you Mm -hmm. showed me about spells, spell work, work, right? And then you do these physical prostrations, which like get you into your body and thereby generates a strong positive emotion. And if you allow that to generate into devotion, like devotion is one of the most powerful next to like, I'm not sure if love or devotion is I gratitude think. is the highest
1: vibration is that yeah and i think devotion to me would be a combination of gratitude and love yeah okay so like, so de- i would put it like gratitude like... then devotion then love is how
0: i would probably put yeah. it yeah okay well it's we'll a... argue on that later yeah <laughs> yeah Duke uh, it so out. that's a whole rabbit hole to go down you know i'm gonna win the arm wrestle you guys probably. just so you know not probably it's for sure happening. so strong positive emotion as a result of the prostrations And like, I mean, I can't talk about the experience that I realized from that, because that would be like, you know, leading the witness and also releasing secrets, (laughs) (laughs) Um, at least in the the tantric tradition, what comes as a result of that. But let's just say that. We both kind of realized at the same time, oh my God, these high spiritual traditions are actually using the same technology that people use to manifest a new car or a new job or whatever. They're using the exact same Mm. technology. But instead of to manifest something in the 3D realm, it's to manifest your mind as the Buddha mind, your body as the Buddha body, and your speech as the Buddha speech.
1: And like, just to be clear here, when we're saying it's the exact same technology, that's when you really bring it down to like the the actual skeleton of exactly what's happening. Like every different lineage we've discovered has different what I like to refer to as window dressing, cultural Mm, window dressing, right? So it's going to look like, for example, um, prostrations do not exist as far as I know in any of the line other lineages,
0: hermeticism or Zen or like right. But the purpose,
1: the reason they're there. Um, does exist in basically every other lineage including the more modern or or more recent ones that we see so at the end of the day you've got the same core components yeah. that then have been pushed through a different cultural filter and even when I was doing my Neo-Tantra training and my Shiva-Tantra training and I saw things like for example Tantric Transfiguration
0: mm. which
1: is again manifesting your body as a body of a goddess but it's still the general or god depending on your gender right, or your preference that day again yeah. Yes, really doesn't matter um but really it's just its manifestation at its core components they've just added additional cultural context and yeah window dressing
0: mm-hmm. around
1: the whole thing and talk about an amazing realization
0: yeah yeah and and it, and it kept going like when when we uh we we encountered a hermetic um lineage which we're both now working through like it was just like I wouldn't say mind-blowing but really Confirmational.
1: Eye-opening?
0: Eye-opening no our eyes were open but it was just like good confirmation yeah fair when you know like looking at the middle pillar ritual for example and knowing oh wow this serves a lot of the same purpose as the prostrations Mm -hmm. you know with a lot less effort (laughs) (laughs) yeah those prostrations are no joke (laughs) no yeah yeah but it's it's definitely like it's manifesting your body as as a divine body it's activating your sphere of sensation or your energy or your lux or whatever you want to call it and uh yeah sorry i just wanted to give you space to sneeze or something there <laughs> you guys didn't hear it did you
1: no, no. okay cool
0: yeah we, we can cut it out as long as i'm not talking over it so
1: no it's fine okay, i'm good
0: effort. i have got it in cool. i've suppressed it, in. It. it Suppressed the sneeze it yeah. was actually a burp you a burp. guys okay yeah, yeah. no did, did not hear that working on gut health Gut health.
1: Many of you guys have asked me about that on Instagram, actually. So if you want to know more about that on the on the
0: podcast, let us know. Yeah, they're definitely going to say yes. Yeah, yeah, I've been going through a whole gut health journey. Um. Yeah. So where were we? So, so it was like, yeah, like bringing this back, like, so we brought these two different perspectives of the same thing together, and like
1: wildly different. Like in the context, if you were to think of like a, a what are the a yin yang? The yin yeah. and the yang are those yeah. called just yin yangs? What are those called? They must have a name. The yin-yang symbol. Somebody yeah. let me know what that means. Let us know yeah. somewhere, please. One of our followers must be more educated on this topic than us. Hashtag um, not
0: classically trained. <laughs>
1: yeah. Whoopsie. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, we admitted that at the beginning. But yeah, it was like you were like the you were one color, you were one side, and I was the other and but it was still the same hole and we just like complemented each
0: other so perfectly where both of us had these amazing realizations yeah like when the black got the white dot in it and the white got the black dot in. oh
1: you're my dot yeah. <laughs> but are you the black dot or the white dot
0: i'm not sure we'll have to check i think it alternates it, it probably does
1: i want to be the rainbow sparkly dot
0: well, we'll have to invent that one that's fine with me yeah I'm here for it you're here for you're here for the invention, yeah. yeah, well, and that brings like speaking of invention so that that brings us back to the prism like like you know to understand the prism, you have to understand like the two different energies that we both had as backgrounds, right mm-hmm. like I mean, my Zen training goes back to when I was six months old mm-hmm. um and and so those lineages that, like, those energies that are pouring out of both of us are very different and also the same. And also identical, yeah. Yeah. And so when the two of us realized that, like, all, like, manipulating the fabric, whether it's for spiritual development or 3D development... It doesn't matter what it is. It's and let the same. me just
1: clarify here. When we're saying spiritual development, what we mean is like self-transcendence. Because mm-hmm. the word spiritual is like a pretty loose word yeah, these days. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah,
0: consciousness development. Yeah. Self-transcendence, like waking up. Yeah,
1: because I would right. define what I was doing as also spiritual, but like for the purposes of mat- like stabilizing my material realm for my own safety and security. Whereas for you, it was stabilizing your inner being for your own safety and security, right? So, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. his side, Cien's side was a lot more on like alchemizing the inner landscape, whereas my my version was alchemizing the external landscape.
0: Yeah, exactly. So when we came together and those energies started to mix, we started calling in like a new pattern, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh that I mean that's when we encountered um the mystery schools and hermeticism and found that they also do mix those two together. And mm-hmm. in fact, they they like to focus on stabilizing the 3D realm first mm-hmm. so that you can then attempt the great work, which is self or self-alchemization let's be honest, you guys.
1: Like being spiritual in the Western world for those of oh you that God. are in the Western yeah. world is useless if you don't have a roof over your head or know where your next meal is coming from.
0: Like, yeah, we don't we don't have a lot of monasteries in the West,
1: no, we don't have very many. And let's be honest, probably the few that we do have people that are listening to this podcast it's probably not their goal to live in a monastery which Nor means is it
0: accessible yeah yeah
1: you need yeah. to focus on your 3d realm like you yeah, know as you much as to... people like to push it away buddhism and ascetic traditions like to push it away the fact of the matter is um unless you're going to go live in a cave you're going to have to figure out how to like heal your relationship with money so that you can pay rent
0: yeah exactly so so that that's um that's why like Focusing on that aspect first is is so important because if you're worried, if you're in scarcity and you're worried about your 3D realm, your money, your kids, all of these things, the human body, how 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 much time are you going to have to, to, you know, work on your act, like self transcendence? Mm -hmm. How much time are you going to have to dive into your subconscious and like, uh, you know, Face your demons and then ultimately love and transmute them.
1: Yeah. Like if you're working like, 80 hours a week to survive, you don't have time for the inner work. Like, I'm sorry, but you don't.
0: Yeah. So that's that's why there are like these stages of, okay, let's, let's stabilize your life. Let's stabilize your mind. Let's bring in concentration. Let's bring in awareness. Mm-hmm. And then when all of those things have come together, now we start on the work. Yeah. Yeah right? Um, and so like Steph and I kind of like encountered these other traditions that recognize both the, the 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 spiritual and the earth magic separately and how they join together as opposed to pushing one away, mm-hmm. right? So, um, there are a lot of people who are stuck in one or the other and you and I like to say we live in an and world.
1: Oh, do we ever. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And so, so living in that and world um, was really interesting because, like, the universe kept telling us we're more powerful when we work together. hmm And... Other than the like next level retreats, which we launched within the first what month of our relationship? Oh, we
1: (laughs) let's just be tech um, timeline correct here. The business that we started together was actually launched before we were even in relationship. Yeah, that's
0: true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we launched that, and uh, and then you know, like this global event that disrupted everybody's life Mm -hmm. happened. The Great Disruption.
1: We'll call it. The Great Disruption. It's like Voldemort. Oh, shit. We're not
0: supposed to say that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, he who shall not be named. Right. Yeah. Not Voldemort. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, so that happened and that pulled us apart. And we both went into our own coaching businesses and we worked out of a basement for like so long, which we're so grateful for, yeah. but yeah. also thank, wasn't. Thank ideal. you, Emily. <laughs> thank you, Emily. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah. So, And then, you know, we kept playing with our energies and our own uh, traditions and everything and mixing things together. And we're kind of, like, in this, like, boiler pot of, like, just, like, alchemizing us together and our energies Mm -hmm. together. And that culminated with going to Peru for almost a month and working with the shamans there, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Working with Mama Aya and, like totally dissolving so many stories and so many things that were getting in the way.
1: Oh my gosh, it was such an incredible epic experience and um I wouldn't change it for the world and that's definitely something again guys let us know but I'm feeling like we were going to do YouTube on it, oh, now we, we don't we do YouTube,
0: just, so we should do a podcast on that. Let's just do the full story on the podcast. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. do that for you guys, because we know a lot of you have been asking us for it, and we're like, ah, how do we book all these calls? There's too many people who want to hear this story. Yeah, yeah. we'll just so do it on, we'll just in do it podcast on the, We'll do form. it on podcast form. We love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we downloaded while we were out there, like, what it is that we're supposed to do
1: what together. is our great What work? What,
0: is, what is the great work? What is the end yeah, for us, right? Our true will. Because like we kept trying to think of it in our logic brains, like, oh, how do we work together? I mean, Steph's in the working in sexuality and I'm working in business and like consciousness development and like- Those two things don't mix together. Yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. Like, like those are taboo topics. Well, and, mine
1: was. Yours <laughs> isn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> mi-
0: mixing them together, you know, yeah, bi- yeah, yeah. business and sexuality are like, I mean- a, it's the oldest profession in the world. But also the least talked about or at least permitted. The most pushed to the fringes. Yeah. Right. Cool. Um, as evidenced by what you can see on social media and what you can't see on social media. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what we downloaded, Mama Aya, showed us so beautifully is these, these three energies that make up humanity. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, everyone talks about like the seven chakras. Right. And, and if you, if you look at these seven chakras, um, the major ones are the third eye, the heart, and the sacral. And the other ones are kind of like the edges of these, uh, these major ones. These energy balls. These energy balls, right? The intersection where the energy balls like are stuck together mm-hmm. kind of, right? Overlapping each
1: other, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So like the throat is where the heart and the third eye meet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And your power center is where your sacral and your heart meet.
0: Yeah, so like if you just draw like three balls on top of each other, you'll kind of figure it out. <laughs> um, or you, you know you can look at our website and there's probably something on there. Yeah. So anyway, so um, we we it, Mama I have like posed this question to us. It's like okay, so so we have the spirituality. And we have like this heart energy, which is like connection, money, exchange, right? Everyone Mm -hmm. talks about energy exchange.
1: Yeah. And I mean, money comes through people, right? That's like one of the first things that we learn in manifestation is that money comes through people, which means you need to have heart energy to connect with
0: people People. yeah yeah so that's that's there's actually a great misunderstanding of the money energy in this planet right oh my gosh just like there's a great misunderstanding of the spiritual energy on this
1: planet and And, and the sacral sacral energy
0: yeah so so you have like money at the heart sexuality and creativity at the sacral Mm -hmm. and spirituality and divinity and self-transcendence at the third eye Mm -hmm. these are like the three primal energies of humanity.
1: They're the most important energies that actually allow you to stay connected to source and your true will, connected to the humanity of this earth, and then in your energy of creation, right? Which is your evolutionary energy to move you forward. I mean, we could talk, we could probably do a whole episode on every single one of these centers, yeah, we, which and, we will. And, and we will, yeah. Mm-hmm. But to for now, just suffice to say that without these three energies being A, connected to their primal source, and B, connected to each other... I shit just doesn't really work the way it's supposed to to be quite frank.
0: Yeah, yeah. and 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 mama Aya asked us this question. She was like you know, it's kind of taboo to mix business and sexuality or sexuality and spirituality or spirituality and business or money, right? Like I can't tell you how many people have like like tried to call me out for like charging for spiritual um technologies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why aren't you? Yeah. You know, but Mama Aya is like, why do you think that is? Why would wh- like what what would be the benefit of having people at odds with these three primal energies that literally make them up? What would be the benefit of like causing that conflict or discord inside a human? Mm-hmm. What? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a really interesting question for us to both contemplate and Mm -hmm. and go, wow. Okay. So like if we're as within, so without, right? Mm -hmm. If we're fighting inside of ourselves and and trying to keep these energies separate and not harmonizing and integrating them, well, what's going to be happening outside of us? Mm-hmm.
1: Same thing, right? As within, so without. So, if we're fighting against our own integration, we'll be fighting against the integration of
0: everything around us. Yes, and then humanity is kept separate in these little pockets, all fighting against each other, all judging each other, just like we judge our own subconsciouses. Mm-hmm. We abuse the shit out of
1: our own subconscious. How many times? How many times have you said a mean thing to yourself today? Even better yet, how many times have you said a mean thing to yourself in the last hour?
0: The worst part about that is everyone thinks, oh, you know, I'm just saying that to myself. But actually, you're saying that to your subconscious, mm-hmm. and your subconscious doesn't like
1: that. I mean, why Why
0: would it? Yeah. I mean, nobody likes to be abused. <laughs> well, and, and you're literally, like, the main companion it has. Yes. So only companion? Only companion, you know. I mean, it can make up its own companions with itself. We can, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's pretty creative. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like... So humanity's been split, been caused to fight inside of itself, and that's caused it to fight with itself. And that means the planet can't unify and combine itself together. And just like the individuals can't unify and combine themselves together.
1: You know, one of the most beautiful things that Mama Aya showed us um, in these sessions is what was possible for humanity, That was how she started, is Mm -hmm. here's what's possible. Here's what humanity was meant to look like on this planet. Here's what was available. Yeah,
0: that was beautiful. Yeah,
1: here's what's available to your species and to all of the other species that are interrelated with your species. So therefore, here's what's available to the Earth. And as the only fully conscious beings on this Earth, guess what? It's your responsibility to either figure it out or fuck it up, one of the two. And here's why it's not working. And that's the separation of these three energies was the main reason, because when these energies are separate, and it's not just that they're separate, you guys, let me be really clear here. It's not just that we have a separation of these three energies for the average human, we also have a lack of connection to these three energies. So it's not even just that all three energies are working properly, but they're not allowed to work together, which would be one still a problem, but would be one part of the problem. But we're in a world right now where one, two, if not all three, are actively suppressed.
0: Totally. Yeah. yeah like either either you're you're using your, your divine energy to suppress the needs or wants of the subconscious or like the, the lunar or the sacral, Mm -hmm. arguably, right? Like that humanness, that earth-like part of evolutionary force, right? Mm. Or the other way around, you've totally suppressed your divinity with respect to just following your senses and desires in the 3D realm and not actualizing any sort of transformation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I would say when I was before my spiritual evolution, I mean, I was just not connected to any of those three energies. Like I was living purely from the mind. I had no connection to source. I had no connection to my sexuality other than just the like mind story that I should be good at sex and no connection to not really to the true energy of money. Right. I had I had a mindset connection, a brain connection to money equals success and success is important for survival therefore I must have money but it wasn't a true connection to like the heart energy of money it's a completely different place Totally right you
0: were running subconscious programs that were put into you by society and television and your parents and friends and everything
1: yeah so what I think like really it's two stages like what we saw from ayahuasca is like not just that all three energies have been separated but that in most people all three energies just aren't they don't exist at all like if we find someone that's got a one good energy then we're in good shape right and in the spiritual community we see a lot of that but that's not representative of the of the world at
0: large yeah well and then people like activate one of those energies and they're like oh this is the thing and then it's used to suppress the others like i myself did that right like i activated my divinity and i went right into awareness i went into like ninth jhana like so early had like crazy, crazy spiritual experiences and transformations Mm -hmm. and then used that power to suppress the needs of my human, Mm -hmm. my humanness.
1: Mm -hmm. And we see that a lot in Zen and other awakening communities. We actually have coined it the bliss disease now. We see Mm. it quite often in places like even Joe Dispenza. It was all over the place. Yeah. And this happens, this isn't exclusive just to picking that one, like picking just spirit. We also see that in places where, for example, um, you know, Kundalini Yoga, as an example, Mm. is really good for shutting down certain areas and activating others. And then you end up with a certain type of energy that maybe feels unsafe for people.
0: Overly sexual.
1: Yeah, it can, it can come across as a little predatory. I, mean, I don't want to like paint with paint a bride. The whole thing, yeah. No, because yeah, yeah, like yeah. Kundalini this, Yoga has a lot of really good this, benefits. These from are it. just
0: the examples we've encountered. <laughs> yeah.
1: Totally, yeah. yeah. And I recognize that's obviously not the whole, that's a select few, but just we've seen examples of that where, you know, the sacral, and I see this actually a lot in the sacred sexuality space and the Neo-Tantra space where we've got almost like a hedonistic connection to what they call temple space to sacral space to Mm -hmm. sacral energy but it's not the whole purpose of tantra is sexuality for the purpose of enlightenment Mm
0: -hmm. it's not
1: sexuality for the purpose of a stronger orgasm but what we see is a focus on that sacral energy and a loss of the fact that like you're supposed to bring that up through the heart and up through the third eye and we see that a lot just In all communities. So at the end of the day, what we're trying to tell you guys is that shit's a little broken and Mama Aya showed us
0: how to bring it back together
1: and our role in that, which is the prison.
0: Yeah. And so the, so the prism is like, if you look at our logo, it's this triangle and that represents the three energies coming together. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of looks like a segment of the flower of life. Mm-hmm. So for all of those you, those of you who have like sharp eyes, you've probably noticed that.
1: I'm sure they picked it up already. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, I don't know that that feels pretty good good for me for our first episode. What uh, Do you have anything else to...
1: Yeah. I mean, so I think you guys have an idea of why we're here and why you want to listen to us. But at the end of the day, what I want you in our first episode, other than to share with you just how grateful and excited we are to finally be here and how thankful we are for every single one of you that listens and that shares this with your friends and family, those that need to hear it, is a promise of what's coming next. And at the end Mm. of the day... This podcast is um, our transmission to assist you in becoming your own alchemist, in applying the spiritual technologies that we use, the unification and the higher perspective of these spiritual um, technologies to help you alchemize your inner and external reality. So we're not focused on just the inner stuff. We're not focused on just the um, outer external stuff. We're here to share with you. What we have personally moved through, what we have personally experimented with like guinea
0: pigs on and and mastered
1: and mastered. And we then bring it to you and share it to you so that you can meaningfully impact your life, your consciousness, your relationships, your spiritual ascension, your relationship with your sexuality, all of it.
0: Yeah. We're just leaving you guys breadcrumbs to follow the path.
1: Yeah. And what you do with it, we, you will choose what's in alignment will be in alignment. What resonates resonates, what doesn't doesn't. Um, but this is our this is our raw transmission. We promise to always be uncensored. We promise to always be unfiltered, and we promise to
0: always be real with you. Awesome. Well, that sounds really good. I wish I wish I had a podcast like this when I was growing up.
1: I know you create the things you wish you had, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. All right, guys. Well, we love you, and uh, that's all for today. And we'll see you next time. See you on the next episode of Alchemize
1: Your Life.
0: We are so grateful that you decided to hit play
1: on today's episode. If anything in this episode has inspired you or helped you transform your life, make sure to let others know by sharing a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can keep our community growing. We absolutely adore giving away free gifts. Send us a screenshot of your review to team at theprism.org to receive a special meditation from us as a gift of gratitude. We absolutely cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Between now and then, don't forget to visit our website at theprism.org. And remember, the goal is always in you.